Hi everybody, welcome to the Mental Toughness and Body Show. My name is Rob Evans and I'm your weight loss coach, health strategist and internationally published author, helping take your life and your business, your health, fitness, mindset and body from where you are right now to where it is that you want to be. And I'm on my way back from the Elvis exhibition uh, in Bendigo and I I wanted to talk about the king and uh, yeah, my views on the exhibition and just uh, some of the thoughts in coming away from uh, such an event. Uh, a couple of things come to mind. First one being, wow, what a coup for Bendigo, which is in country Victoria. They could have done it in Melbourne, but they did it in country Victoria. It's my old hometown. What a coup for the Bendigo Art Gallery to secure such an amazing exhibition because it must be raking them in millions of dollars. It's been on for, I don't know, four or five months and uh, pretty much every time slot of the exhibition is completely sold out. Um, it's, it's really quite spectacular. So I think that amazing. So what I'm going to do, I'm just putting this out there. If I put it out there in the universe, then hopefully we can make it happen. I'm going to connect, reach out to try and connect anyway with the director of the Bendigo Art Gallery and I want to get them on this podcast to talk to them about what was the process in going through to get Graceland, Priscilla Presley, because she came to Bendigo to do the opening, so had I known about that I would have come, Uh, to get the Elvis exhibition in Bendigo. Like, what did they do? How did they get that? And they've had the Marilyn Monroe one here too. And it's not like it goes from Bendigo then to Melbourne. I think it goes from Bendigo straight back to Graceland. So, like a major, major win. So I want to connect with them to find out, so how did you do that? And what's next? What's coming up? And how do they go through a process of working out who, who, what do they want here? So that would be my first thought. As a total exhibition, um, incredibly well put together. I think about the work, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of pieces uh, in the exhibition. And so to give you a high level uh, overview of it, a lot of clothes, uh, so from casual clothes that he just may have worn, to his army wear when he had to enlist, uh, to his outfits, various outfits that he might have worn in movies, and so what they did very nicely was have, say, a, the name of the movie, a, a photo of a scene from the movie, and then either have the, the article of clothing displayed in a cabinet, like flat, or on a mannequin uh, without a head, um, uh, like that. So they had a lot, a lot of clothes, but he's done so many movies. So that's pretty special, because and clever too, because there would be certain movies that different people would resonate with. Let me just do a check. I'm going to check my watch here. Hang on. Hey Siri, how many movies has Elvis Presley made? Oh no, Siri's gone into a bit of a dark hole where I'm travelling, I think. I'll check in with her again a a little bit. Um, But I think he's done over like 50 movies. And if you think about it, like there'll be certain movies, like Top Gun, for instance, right now is the new one, 
is huge around the globe. Everybody loves it. I haven't heard one person say that it's a horrible movie. Now, Top Gun has a special place in my heart. So I think it was filmed in 1986, released in, sorry, probably filmed in 85 or something, but released in 86. Now, the special memories for me with Top Gun, um, I was, I finished um, my highest, like year 12, in 1986. So 1987 through to 89, I was studying in Bendigo University there to become an accountant. So Bachelor of Business Accounting. And I had um, a separate room at the, uh, to the house. It was a, like physically up next to the garage, um, like big room. And I'd have a big table there and I'd sit, you know, I'd sleep up there, eat up there, study up there. I'd put in a lot of hours. And no TV or anything up there. Um, and so once I'd finished, you know, everybody had gone to bed and, then, you know, it'd be like 11 o'clock at night or something, I'd finish study. I'd come down into the house, I'd have a snack, and I'd watch Top Gun. And I would watch it multiple times a week. I don't know why, there's just something about it. I love the scenes, I love the acting. Um, probably at a time, it was before I started my training, because I started my physical training in 88. I thought, wow, these guys look good on the beach, The you know, like the volleyball, volleyball scenes and stuff. I thought, wow, you know, he's an attractive guy. He gets all the girls, he's got a nice body. How do I get that kind of thing? So I would have seen Top Gun easily a couple hundred times, I reckon. I've seen it over and over. So it has a very special uh, place for me. The new movie, again, um, special place for me because of the one in 86. And just like so brilliantly uh, done without the green screens and all that kind of stuff. That, like just refreshingly great. And so um, it would mean something to me. So if they had a Top Gun exhibition, for instance, I would go and see it. Why? Because it has special meaning to me. And so I think with, um, like Tom Cruise, for instance, he's done so many different movies. So imagine there's his his flight jacket from Top Gun. There's um, outfits from Mission Impossible. Maybe some masks from Mission Impossible. Uh, different outfits from different movies and stuff. So, oh, I really love that movie. Um take a photo with it, that kind of stuff. I mean, in some ways, it's a little bit like Madame Tussauds, right? You've got uh, the wax museums. It's not the people. It's a wax mu- uh, it's like a waxed figurine of the actual person that they've modelled for, etc. But it's not them. But people love touching them, climbing all over them, having their photos, etc. Um, this is a little bit more real. Because it's like, wow, they actually wore these clothes. And... Uh, the way they did it in the exhibition, let's say that there's a, a, an outfit on display from a particular movie and they've got a nice little write-up about it. Um, they've got an image from it, like a still image, uh, with him in that outfit. And then they might have the movie playing on the wall. It's like, wow, that's really cool. And, you know, you can hear it and stuff. And they've got that right throughout the exhibition. And you think, oh, that's really distracting. But it's at a volume and in different rooms and nicely done so that it's not that, like, you, you can't hear what's going on in other rooms. So I thought that was really cool and really clever. Um, a couple of bigger items. So they had his car there, one of his cars. And it's out of a, I took a photo of it. Um, I think it's out of a particular movie, a red MG convertible. And absolutely immaculate. Like, it, it looks like you would imagine 
brand new coming out of the showroom back in 1962 or something, I think it was. Like, immaculate. I took a selfie with it. Um, I, I'm not that into cars, but I just really appreciate people either restoring cars, caring for for things and stuff. So I thought, wow, this is really beautiful. White wall tyres, all that kind of stuff. So that was cool. Um, an old Harley Davidson as well. That was there. That was behind a, a glass cabinet. The car was out in the open. You couldn't touch it, but um, you could take photos with it. Uh, gold records. Um, they had some nice displays of, I don't know, say his first five hit singles, for instance, and it's got the physical records um, because they used to be records, kids, yes, on vinyl. Little, um, what they call them, 45s, they used to call them, uh, where it would just have one song. And they were on display in gold records and like rings and like the original letterbox from Graceland and all that kind of thing. Just really, really well done. And lots of thing. well, I guess lots of different things that would appeal to different people. And I thought that was really clever because if you don't like clothes, for instance, you're probably not going to like a lot of the exhibition there. But if you like jewellery, if you like, um, I don't know, MGs and Harley Davidsons, then you get a thrill out of it. If there are other aspects of things that you like, I mean, there was Elvis's original script, like the script that he was given to a particular movie that that's on display. And you're like, oh, wow, that's the script that he actually held, that he flicked through and maybe made notes in and, and that kind of stuff. And other bits of things from from movies, whether they be props or um, items of clothing that he wore and, um, and your bits of jewellery or... Uh, you know, letters or uh, I don't know what else was there. Oh, his guitars. There was a couple of guitars and, and that kind of stuff. I I just thought the uh, the variety of things that they put on display was clever because it would appeal to a lot of people, and people would just love all of it. Some people would like some of it, and um, everybody would go away feeling satisfied. So for me personally. Um, there's way too many people in there, like hundreds of people. And, you know, COVID's getting at its peak again. They're expecting it to peak here in August, so another couple of weeks, a month maybe. Um, I, I was one of the few that was wearing a, a mask. I was the only person that I saw, even the staff, the uh, only person that was wearing an N95 mask. Everybody else was either wearing nothing or a flimsy one. So it was too crowded for me. Uh, many parts of it were too dark uh, for me. My eyesight's not awesome. And I appreciate that they need to have the light at a certain uh, wattage, if you like, or brightness, uh, so that they can preserve the clothing. Uh, but I just found that um, not great for my eyes to see the detail. Um, there were The queues were way too long to see certain things, so you might be queuing up for 10 minutes or five to ten minutes, just to see what's behind. Um, yeah, it's behind glass, and it's on. You know, looking down like it's on a table. So from if you walk in, you can't see what it is. You have to wait and queue up. It's like, man, if I had to do that for 10, 10 rooms, it would drive me nuts. And I don't want to be in a room where there's so much COVID around. 
So a lot of the things I kind of skimmed through. Uh, there were some rooms where you could queue up and have a close looking at clothing and it's like, do you know what? Yes, I appreciate that he's worn this in a movie set or you know, that's the clothes that he wore in his wedding and stuff, but yeah, it doesn't do that much for me. Like a suit's a suit. And yes, Elvis wore it. Fantastic. I'm standing in the same room as it. Um, but it's not like you could take a photo with it. There's way too many people to have any sort of worthwhile selfie. Even at the front, I wanted to take a photo in front of the, um, the entranceway, which was quite cool. Uh, just like too many people, you couldn't, you couldn't really tell what it was. Um, so uh, that was a little bit disappointing. Um, so the crowds in the darkness, sorry, I've got to have another drink, uh, were negatives for me. Uh, but uh, the highlights were certainly the MG. Uh, I did like that. Uh, and his stage outfits. Uh, so, you know where he's got the, say, the white pants with the, what looked like sequins down the, kind of in a, like a triangle shape from the, the knee down to flaring out and uh, the shoes and the, 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 the jackets and the capes and everything. And I thought they, they looked like sequins, but when you get up close, well, I couldn't tell until I zoomed in with my camera on the phone. They're all like rhinestones and gems and things like that. Um, so that must have weighed quite a bit because there's so many on there. And I thought that was fascinating. I, I mean, I'm not into... I'm not a designer or into clothes in that way, but I, I just thought that was really cool. Um, that was a really cool thing to have. Um, so... Uh, to have a look at. So yeah, I actually didn't spend that long in there. Um, my youngest daughter was supposed to come with me, but unfortunately she's in hospital right now and she wasn't allowed out to come with me. Um, so that was a little bit sad. If she had been with me, we would have spent much longer there because it's about five hours of travel to be there for half an hour. And I got to just straight back in the car and, and come, I'm heading back home now. Um, and she would have been able to see things and say, Dad, do you want to have a look at this? Uh, whereas I'm walking past things and um, because of just the, the darkness and how many people are around, I couldn't read what things were and I'm like, do you know what? I'm, I just don't want to battle the crowds here. Uh, so, yeah, that was probably a downside. Um, it would be better to go back when it was way less quiet. But, of course, that's not going to happen now because all the tickets are sold out. But overall, just a reminder of what one person can do and the impact that one person can have on the world. When you think back in the 1950s and 60s, his, like his hip movements and everything, he was banned from, from TV and, and stuff because of, or they'd only put him on the late, late night shows or they'd tell him that he can't do those movements and stuff uh, because it was seemed to be too sexual and... Um, sending the wrong message to young girls and stuff. Um, but just the impact that he then had uh, in movies. And you think, wow, there aren't really people that do that now. Like uh, maybe Ed Sheeran is, is something that is a bit of a, a, musical, a musical enigma. Like he can fill a stadium with 100,000 people and it's just him and a guitar and his little recording foot device. <coughs> but what he hasn't done... It's not like he's then done 50, 60 movies like Elvis has. Um, like Elvis, big singer. Then he kind of played his, even though he'd have a different name in the movies, he would 
bring his music into the movies, which also made him popular. He wrote music for the, the movies, and it was just a, a really interesting time where probably no one else did it like he did at that time. And, of course, then his live concerts and everything, it was like really something unique for, for the time. Um, so uh, it's amazing the impact that someone can have. I would, just having said that, I would say if they ever had a Michael Jackson exhibition, I would probably see that as well uh, because Michael Jackson had a, a massive impact on my life growing up. I, like I loved his, his dancing. I used to do break dancing and try and copy his dance moves and stuff and I'd listen to um, you know, like the, the album Thriller over and over and over again and watch the video clips and watch his moves and practice them and all that kind of stuff. I used to think he was the coolest person on the planet. Um, and I, you just, you probably can't remember all of the different clothes that he'd have, but, you know, he'd have the rhinestone glove and, um, you know, the shoes and the pants and the jackets and the sunglasses and the crazy hair and all that kind of stuff. Uh, just a truly remarkable person and very close to the, like, Elvis and Priscilla and uh, Graceland and all of that kind of stuff and Brooke Shields and... Um, you know, it's just, uh, and, and some of the moves that Elvis used to, to do, Michael Jackson uh, mirrored his movements off Elvis. You can just see it in the, the flow, the, the way that Elvis flows his hips and feet and everything, and, um, you know, just being very different. And guess what? That's what Michael Jackson was too. So, really spectacular. So, I think really great experience and, and just a reminder of, you know, the, the impact that people can have in the world and bring their greatness alive and you think about everything that went around putting the exhibition together and uh, Bendigo winning the, uh, you know, the, the place to have it and, uh, and just everything that goes around it um, I think it's really impressive and it just makes you realise how um, how impactful a person can be and uh, when you put in a, a big effort to, to put something together like an exhibition to share with people, obviously there's the monetary side of it, but just the, the impact that you can have on people uh, through bringing something that to the world, I think is really spectacular as well. So that's my thought for the day about The King. If you get a chance to see the exhibition, you should absolutely go and do it. See you tomorrow.